the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith. And I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's show is called Four Growth Stages of Discipleship. And I'm using a resource by Greg Ogden to sort of consider these stages. But when I think about this topic, I was reminiscing with myself. And I thought about one of my favorite seasons in my life which is when I served as a youth pastor in Indiana. During this time, I was leading a youth ministry. We had an entire facility, a youth center that we did ministry in every single day. And we had a basketball court and foosball tables and ping pong and several rooms in the building. And teenagers were always hanging out and We led discipleship groups and small groups and did ministry preparation and worship practices and drama practices. And if any of you have ever served in youth ministry, you know that those are exciting times. One of my favorite pieces of of this story, which is not the most spiritual, but one of my favorite, was actually playing foosball. We obtained a couple of foosball tables, and there was one particular kid, for some reason, every time somebody scored, he would yell, Foos! And actually, we nicknamed this kid Foos. I saw him, I actually did a funeral about 20 years after he graduated from from the youth ministry, and when I greeted him, even at a funeral, I called him Foos. It just created something there. And what was unique about that is kids would go out after youth group and eat and hang out with other kids and youth leaders, but I would stay back and just spend time with those that couldn't go out. Well, later in life, I bought a foosball table for my oldest son. His name is Jacob, and I have another son, Andrew, who are good foosball players now. Now, the last time Jacob came home, who lives in Florida, he's in his 20s, he came home and we played some foosball. And I have to admit, For the first time, he beat me more than I beat him. Now, I'm so competitive, Jacob, if you listen to this, I am still a better foosball player than you, and you've got to come home to prove something different. But I want to say what I've learned is just because I've been playing a long time, I've learned it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm better. See, getting better takes practice and learning. And playing against good competition, 
You know, foosball's recreational, although I have to say I would definitely enter a tournament if someone wants to put one together. But I want to lay this example over our Christian life. See, some people have been Christian for a long time. You're saved. You do devotions. You read your Bible. You pray. You go to church. You, you work hard to live a biblically moral life. But you never seem to be satisfied with your level of spiritual maturity. And I've learned something, that faithfulness and growth are two different words. Faithful is a must in the Christian life, and faithfulness includes things like attending church. Being faithful includes having a devotional commitment where you'll read your Bible and pray and spend time with God. You know, staying away from sin is a great faithful activity. I love AA because they celebrate faithfulness, and they celebrate sobriety. I've been sober for 30 days, 90 days, six months, two years. They celebrate actions of faithfulness. Maybe maybe you've been faithful for a long time, and you've taught that Sunday school class for 10 years, or you've led that small group, and you've been faithful. I like to explain it like this. Faithfulness involves doing, right? We're faithful to do something. But growth, I think, is more than that. Our spiritual growth is the calling. I see growth not as necessarily something we do, but our spiritual growth is a result of what we do. See, growth is not a task. You don't put on your task list, I want to grow spiritually and check it off when you take some action. Growth is a result of our Christian life. You can't just decide, I'm going to start growing now. So every Christmas, we give our uncle and our mothers, and I, I give my wife, an Amaryllis. And we have one growing right now. If you're listening to this in real time, it's February, and we're growing in Amaryllis. Well, I, I was traveling and gone, and we were unavailable for about two and a half, three weeks. And that Amaryllis just sat there. And we received pictures from all these family members of their Amaryllis that was growing and tall and flowering. Well, we got back and we started watering and uh, the umbrellas, and we we put it right in the sun and turned it each day. And in a matter of about a week and a half, the amaryllis is about three or more feet tall, one big flower, four others blooming. And so we learned something there that it took the right conditions for that amaryllis to grow. I remember one time I built a house. And I wanted to save some money. I wanted to maybe plant some seed in my yard instead of having sod. And I learned about hydro seed. So I had someone come in, and that was kind of in the middle of the pricing. And they hydro seeded my yard, and the rain came and literally washed a lot of it away. And it took a long time to fill in my grass. I mean, a few years of planting seed to, to fill in all the gaps that was washed away by the rain. See, healthy growth requires healthy conditions. Christianity is more than just becoming saved and doing things. It's finding a rhythm of faith 
that distinguishes you from sinner. And it, it's even more than that. So I know a lot of good longtime Christians and their risk is not that they'll turn their back on Christ or that they won't. They're not risking finding familiarity with intimacy with Christ. The risk is missing the power that's available to believers. The risk is keeping in their relationship with Christ as they strive to live for him. It's kind of like, you know how it's harder to have a long-distance relationship than to be with someone every day in a strong, healthy marriage. It just takes different effort. Saying all of that, as I talk about four stages of discipleship, which we'll dig into in the second half of the show, I want us to know that faithfulness is being true to God. Faithfulness might also simply be just doing the same things that you've always done. I'm faithful to do them. But Christianity is more than just faithfully doing the same things. Christianity is a following. It's about following Jesus. It's about being on the move, the action of following The Christian life is about discovering new biblical insights and putting them into practice in your life and learning. See, the goal of the faith is not to just stay Christian. The goal of the faith is not avoid failure. The goal of the faith is not to be a believer for a long time. The goal of the faith is growth, spiritual development, Maturity in the Lord, and the word that we use for that is discipleship. Matthew twenty eight nineteen, Jesus said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. So today's episode, and we'll break down the stages in the second half of the show, but this episode is all about four stages of discipleship. And and this is from a book called Transforming Discipleship by Greg Ogden. So he originally wrote this book, I believe in 2003, and it's revised, and there's a new revision that was done. I say new, it was done in 2016. It's a a book I would recommend. I don't know Greg, but it's a great resource for you to consider as you think of, of your own spiritual development. So many people have ideas on your spiritual stages and spiritual growth. We've talked about them on this podcast, on this radio show. So Greg Ogden's idea is one philosophy to consider. But what I like about Ogden's approach is that each stage distinguishes the behavior of the disciple. So when we talk about these stages in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about what's different for the disciple who is growing in the Lord. So this episode is about maturing in the faith yourself. I want you to know I have a real heart for disciples. But this is even more than that. I want you to know that I have a huge heart for disciple makers. So disciples and disciple makers. So I hope that this episode helps you on your spiritual journey But I also hope that this episode helps you make disciples. So again, we're talking about four stages of discipleship. So I want you to stay tuned. We're about to break and hear from our sponsors. Then I'll be back and we'll talk about four stages of discipleship, a model by Greg Ogden in his book, Transforming Discipleship. We're going to explore Christ's role in this relationship. 
we're going to look at the disciples' role in this relationship and key questions at every stage. So I want to thank you for listening and stay tuned as we talk about four stages of discipleship. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach right now on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For staying tuned, you're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth in everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's show is called Four Stages of Discipleship, and I have a—this is a little bit sneaky, but I'm talking about four stages, but I'm talking about the stage before these four stages begin— So I'm going to kick off this part of the show talking about a stage that I'm going to call, which Greg Ogden uses, pre-disciple. It's the stage before we follow Jesus. See, some people aren't just pre-Christian, they're anti-Christian. They believe that what Christians call morality and biblical standards, some people call that judgmental and intolerant. And actually, I go. All, this is not anything new. I go all the way back to the Apostle Paul. So if you think about it, the Apostle Paul took political action to have Christians arrested. The Apostle Paul, before he knew Christ, he approved the execution of Christians and likely was present during executions of what was known as followers of the way. Now, Ogden, this is the example we're using, calls these this disciple in this stage, a seeker. So some people are seeking truth. Some people are simply curious. Others have identified some other cause altogether to live by. But this idea of a pre-disciple means before. It's before you are a follower of Christ. and Every person on the planet has been in this stage. This is part of the discipleship process. See, God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called to his purpose even before you know him. I've heard story after story after story of people who once were sinners, and in that time of living against God, they recognized later in life how God was active in their past. Greg Ogden says that Jesus' role here in this pre-discipleship stage is the role of an inviter. You might recognize words like this, whosoever will to the Lord may come. Come, if you are weary, Jesus said, and I will give you rest. Jesus' call is to come, follow me. He said to the disciples, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. See, if the discipleship has any movement, They'll ask the question, is Jesus the Messiah? People are asking in this pre-discipleship stage, is Jesus the way? Their readiness level for spiritual growth is this hunger to know if God is actually real or not. So many young adults, emerging adults in our nation and across the world live in this stage right now. 
They're asking the question, is God actually real? See, so much in our life has changed in the past five to ten years. And, and, and these emerging adults are no longer living under the guidance of their parents, even if they're still living in their parents' home. And they're asking the question, is God actually real? But somehow in this curiosity, many move to stage one, and we called Jesus, this stage is called Jesus the living example. Now, the readiness of the, the disciple at this stage, stage one, four stages of discipleship, the readiness level at stage one of the disciple is ready to observe who Jesus is and the nature of his ministry and his mission. They're, they're going to be around. They're going to be around other Christians. They're going to be curious and even adopt some of the behaviors. The key question they're asking is not, is Jesus real or the Messiah? But they're asking, who is Jesus? What is his ministry? How real is this? And they're asking a question like this. Can Jesus change my life? Can Jesus give me what I'm looking for? Can he give me what I need? The disciples' role is to observe, and they're looking for authenticity in others. And they're imitating, they're imitating them. They're, they're, they're giving it a try without even commitment sometimes. Jesus' role is to have first uh, kind of, he's, he's the example, the kind of firsthand with them. So people are going to church and they're studying scripture and they're in a small group so they can explore what Jesus thinks. Now I'm look, talking about four stages of discipleship, so I'm going to move on quickly. Stage two is what I call Jesus, the proactive teacher. This is from Greg Ogden. The disciples' role here now moves into the role of a student and a questioner. I have a friend named Jeff who was in high school with me, and he hung around me, and he attended church, and he started playing on the worship team, but it wasn't enough for him. So we got together, we started memorizing scripture, and as we memorized verses of the Bible together, his question was, does this really impact my life? He was in this stage too during his high school years. His readiness was like everyone in stage two, and he's, he's, he's identifying now as a Christian. And people do this all the time. Teenagers go to see you at the poll. In your office, you might have Bible studies or read your Bible or talk about the right things and avoid the wrong things. But you begin to have these questions at stage two, like following Jesus, what do I gain? Or what am I giving up? And we start to focus on what is it that I'm stopping? What do I have to change? Sometimes people get stuck here and it's hard. What I want to know is at this point, Jesus takes the role of a proactive teacher. The answer is not in the behavior of others, but in the revelation of Jesus teaching me. So we stop looking only at others and we start to look at Jesus. And that takes us to stage three. Boy, I'm moving so fast, I could probably do a show on each one of these stages. But stage three, Ogden calls Jesus the supportive coach. Jesus' role here. Uh, as he serves believers, is from telling us to empowering us. So we stop just trying to find information. We gain power to do what God's calling us to do. And we, we're turning the story of the gospel, that's our story, into the mission of our life. Our readiness is saying, God, I know you're working in me, but God, will you work through me? Jesus is called the supportive coach in this stage. See, the question is, will Christ be at work through my life? Or am I going to rely on myself? 
what we're really asking. Stage three, can I trust God more than what I know? Can I trust God beyond what I can see? The disciples' role here begins to think missionally, short-term missions trips. You're a missionary everywhere that you go, in your work, in your play, everywhere that you go. And it takes us to stage number four, Jesus, the ultimate delegator. See, our readiness at stage four is we're ready to assume full responsibility for making and reproducing disciples. We realize at stage four that my calling is not only to grow. See, at the beginning of the show, if all our goal is is faithfulness, we'll focus on doing, 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 doing. But as we grow, we realize at stage four that it's not just about me. It's about God's mission. And my calling is not just to grow, but to help other people grow. Our readiness is a readiness to make disciples. My growth, yes, but my responsibility is to help others grow. Now, the question that we're asking at stage four, will I give my life entirely to the mission of making and reproducing disciples? Here's the question. Am I going to live a lifelong commitment to Jesus? It's no longer something we're trying. It's something that we are living out and reproducing in others. Jesus now becomes a delegator We are equipped, we are empowered, and Jesus starts to assign in our lives. And we respond to his assignment to go where he wants us to go, to do what he wants us to do, to say what he wants us to say. Now, a key word here, Ogden calls apostleship. See, apostles, and I don't want you to get hung up on the word, but apostles are people that start new endeavors and develop other people. So what we learn here is it's not just I am one who grows, but I'm one who reproduces others. So we've talked today about faithfulness. We've talked about spiritual growth and development and how they're different. We've looked at a resource by Greg Ogden and talked about four stages of discipleship. We've reviewed from Transforming Discipleship by Greg Ogden. So I want to thank you for listening in today, and I hope that you realize that there are stages, and we need to be walking in those stages. I challenge you to grow in the Lord. In fact, that leads me to this question. Are you curious if a discipleship coach can help you navigate these stages and grow in the Lord? If you visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, you can take our free coaching readiness questionnaire. We would love to hear from you. You can follow our social media. You can download and follow the podcast. You can help promote this radio segment every single week. We want you to be a part of the Your Discipleship Coach family. But thank you so much for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by our sponsors, Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com and Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University. You can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com. And new affordable training courses are offered. You can check that out at professionalcoachuniversity.com. Hey, I want you to know as you listen today that I am for you and God is for you. And if God is for you, 
Who could be against you? Thanks for listening today on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.